about the author. Growing up in the north woods of Michigan, Tim Kent was not introduced to symphonic music until the age of 18, when he entered the University of Michigan School of Music. At that point, he had received eight years of solid training in the fundamentals of trumpet playing from his father at home. After four months of trumpet lessons from Clifford Lilia at the university, when Tim was still an absolute novice in symphonic music, he began his many years of training with Adolf Herseth. This period of intensive instruction from the master spanned Tim's remaining college years, his two-year stint in the Civic Orchestra of Chicago, two years of playing in Germany, and nearly four years of freelancing in Chicago. During the latter period, Tim played long-running shows and musicals, recorded soundtracks for films and television and radio commercials, and continued to hone his symphonic skills. Shortly before his 30th birthday, he was chosen by Nationwide Auditions to join the trumpet section of the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, where he spent the next 18 years as a colleague of Bud Herseth. Thus, he is probably the only trumpet player who was taught and transformed by the master from an absolute greenhorn in symphonic music into a high-level performer over a very extended long-term period. In addition, he worked closely with Bud on a daily basis as a colleague in his section for nearly two decades. These two experiences have given Tim a unique double perspective on the artistry of Adolf Herseth, as well as a deep insider's view of the entire brass section of the Chicago Symphony and its inner workings. Before turning age 48, Tim retired from the symphony to devote himself full-time to his other career as an historical researcher and writer, focusing on the colonial and fur trade era of North America. During the nine years since leaving the life of a musician, he has produced nine volumes, for which he has received the prestigious State History Award from the Historical Society of Michigan. His works that have been completed to date, besides his musical memoirs, include the following. Birchbark Canoes of the Fur Trade, Volumes 1 and 2. Taqua Men on Tales, Experiences of an Early French Trader and His Native Family. Fort Pontchartrain at Detroit, A Guide to the Daily Lives of Fur Trade and Military Personnel, Settlers and Missionaries at French Posts, Volumes 1 and 2. Paddling Across the Peninsula, An Important Cross-Michigan Canoe Route During the French Regime. Rendezvous at the Straits, Fur trade and military activities at Fort de Bois and Fort Michilimackinac, 1669 through 1781, volumes 1 and 2. Books that are currently in the production stage and include an account of the many adventures that Tim and his family experienced during their 15 years of paddling the 3,000 mile length of the mainline fur trade canoe route across the U.S. and Canada. A highly detailed study of some 500 surviving early dugout canoes scattered across North America. A series of biographies of about 20 of his direct French-Canadian ancestors who were involved in the fur trade of North America from about 1618 to at least 1758. He has deeply researched over 725 of his direct French ancestors who came over from 120 communities in France. A study of the traditional birch bark canoes of the native populations of the Great Lakes region, and a treatise on the earliest proto historic fur trade between the French and the native populations of North America. In addition to his immersion in research and writing, Tim is also active as a lecturer and a presenter of living history. He is pictured below, and you can find the picture if you go to jnshub.com slash kentpick. 
jnshub.com slash k-e-n-t-p-i-c. He is pictured authentically dressed and equipped as a French trader of the 1600s on East Moran Bay in St. Ignace, Michigan, at the Straits of Mackinac. Along the shoreline, his direct ancestor, Francois Brunet Le Bourbonnais, landed in the summer of 1685, having traveled here from Montreal to trade over the following fall, winter, and spring. Another direct ancestor, Jean-Baptiste Lalonde L'Esperance, arrived here from Montreal in the autumn of 1696, hired to carry out trading for Cadillac, the commandant of Fort de Bois and St. Ignace. In the photograph, the author is armed with an original Wheelock pistol dating from about 1615 to 1640, which is accompanied by an original gunpowder belt flask, which also dates from the 17th century. From the waist down, he is dressed in native fashion, with moccasins, leggings, knee garters, and a breech clout, along with a sack of few or belt bag, which was fashioned from a complete skunk skin. From the waist up, he's wearing a mixture of native and French articles, including a linen chemise, a shooting bag and sheathed tomahawk, a shoulder-suspended pistol holder, a knife in its neck sheath, a necklace of fox leg bones and black bear canines, a conch shell moon ornament, and a nose ring and earring made of copper rod. His black felt hat is decorated around its crown with a string of whitefish vertebrae, and on its upturned brim with a wing of a male mallard and two deer dew claws. This admixture of cultures was very typical for Frenchmen living in the interior regions of North America during the fur trade era. And again, to see that photo, go to jnshub.com slash Kent Pick.